0: And don't forget to check out our website, www.hisheartline.com. We're happy to have you. Let's get started.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you're at in the world. It is Sunday, June 10th, 2022. I am Jason, your co-host with Jesus Christ and God at the wheel. They are the host, and they are the ones that are running the show. And they're the ones at the helm steering the ship through these crazy chaotic waters that we call life. So welcome to His Hard Line. We are going to be reading... The book of Amos, chapter 2, verses 1 through 16, here with 1% with him. So I hope you're all having a good week, a good weekend, and I hope today is just a a good, great, wonderful day to end the weekend off before we start the work week. For some of us, the work week started yesterday. That would mean me, but uh, that was at my own choosing to a degree. We've been needing more help at work and more fuel and ethanol needed to be hauled, so um, yeah, so... My work week started yesterday, and uh, so yeah, it's been a it's been a good weekend though. I can't complain. So I really hope everybody else is having a great weekend. So we are gonna get right into reading chapter two uh, in the book of Amos, and it's again verses one through sixteen. And it reads, <clears throat> excuse me. Thus says the Lord: For three crimes of Moab, and now four. I will not take it back, because he burned to ashes the bones of Edom's king. I will send fire upon Moab, and it will devour the strongholds of Kiriath. Moab shall meet death amid uproar, battle cries, and blast of the ram's horn. I will cut off the rulers from its midst, and all the princes I will slay with him, says the Lord." Thus says the Lord, For three crimes of Judah, and now four, I will not take it back, because they spurned the instruction of the Lord, and did not keep his statutes, because the lies which their ancestors followed have led them astray. I will send fire upon Judah, and it will devour the strongholds of Jerusalem. Thus says the Lord, For three crimes of Israel, and now four, I will not take it back, because they hand over the just for silver, and the poor for a pair of sandals. They trample the heads of the destitute into the dust of the earth, and force the lowly out of the way. Son and father sleep with the same girl, profaning my holy name. Upon garments taken in pledge, they recline beside my altar. Wine at the treasury expense, they drink in their temples. Yet it was I who destroyed the Amorites before them, who were as tall as cedars, and as strong as oak trees. I destroyed their fruit above and their roots beneath. It was I who brought you up from the land of Egypt, and who led you through the desert for forty years, to occupy the land of the Amorites. I who raised up prophets among your children, and Nazarites among your young men. Is this not so, Israelites? Oracle of the Lord. But you made the Nazarites drink wine, and commanded the prophets do not prophesy look i am groaning beneath you as a wagon groans when laden with sheaves flight shall elude the swift and the strong shall not retain strength the warrior shall not save his life nor shall the archer stand his ground the swift of foot shall not escape nor shall the horseman save his life and the most south, south excuse me the most stout hearted of warriors shall flee naked on the day on that day oracle the lord and so that is the reading it's a very short chapter of course but it that's uh, the book of amos chapter two verses one through six now <clears throat> the evil passions of the heart break out of out, out in various forms but the lord looks to our motives as well as our conduct and those that do Deal cruelly shall also be cruelly dealt with. And so other nations were reckoned f- with for injuries that were done to men. And Judah is reckoned with for a dishonor done to God. And so Judah despised the law of the Lord, and he justly gave them up to a strong delusion, nor was it any excuse for their sin, that they were the lies, the, all, the um, excuse me, the idols after which their fathers walked And the worst abominations of all and the most grievous oppressions have been committed by some of them of the professed worshippers of the Lord hmm a lot of hypocrites and so such conduct leads many to unbelief and vile idolatry and that was a lot a lot of that was illustrated in verses 1 through 8 but now as it pertains to verses 9 through 16 We need to often be reminded of the mercies that we've received, which add much to the evil of the sins that we have committed. And so they had help for their souls and which taught them how to make good use of their earthly enjoyments and were therefore more valuable but faithful ministers are great blessings to any people but it is god we must not forget it is god that raises them up to be so and so sinners own consciences will witness that he has not been wait, you know been wanting to them in the mean, you know been want, been wanting to them in the means of grace and they did what they could to lead believers aside Now, Satan and his agents were definitely busy to corrupt the minds of young people who look heavenward. I mean, you if you get yourself rooted in Christ, you better believe that Satan's going to try to work overtime to try to break into that armor. All he needs is a crack. And so they overcome many by drawing them to the love of, you know, pleasure and other sins like that. Drinking and multitudes of young men who basically were professors of religion have often erred through strong drink they've you know they've and they've been undone for forever and so the, the lord complains of the sin that's committed here especially the sins of the professing people and as a burden to him And so though his long suffering is, to, you know, be tired, his power is not. And so the sinner will find to his cost that when men reject God's word, adding abstinence, uh, excuse me, abstinency to sin, and this becomes a general character of, of, a, of a people. And of course they will be given up to misery, notwithstanding all their boasting power and resources. And and so basically may May we then humble ourselves before the Lord for all of our ingratitude and unfaithfulness, and and that's something that I often do on a daily basis because I know sometimes. Well, I should let me let me rewind that. Actually, I shouldn't say ingratitude because every day I often try to, you know, it. Well, not try. I do. In my, I have a notebook. I have a gratitude journal that I often write in every single morning. It's my gratitude journal, and I always try to make darn sure that every morning I write in my journal and the first two things that I write is dear heavenly father, I thank you for another day of life and good health for myself and for another day of life and good health for myself, my wife and my daughter. And of course anybody else in our family. So I always try to show a gratitude, but sometimes as far as the unfaithfulness, I think that could seep in with a lot of us, you know, because It doesn't take much for Satan to really crack through the shell that armor of God, if you will. Especially if you're having a bad week or a bad day that leads to a bad week. And then a bad week sometimes can lead to a couple of bad weeks going into a month. And I can honestly say that has happened to me just not too long ago. You know, you just you 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 have one bad day, and I could tell you exactly how it happened. I didn't even read my Bible that day. And that's one of the biggest things that I often preach here, right? Read at least 15 minutes, take 15 minutes out of your day in the beginning and read a little bit, at least a chapter a day and spend a little time in prayer. Well, there was a few days actually back to back where I didn't. And I can most certainly tell you that I definitely could feel the ramifications of that because when when I don't have that armor of God, if you will, then all of a sudden you can definitely feel Satan just trying to seep in subtly not not overwhelmingly, but very subtly. And what was starting to happen was my wife and I were starting to bicker little by little. And then the bickering turned into a little bit more heavier arguments. When I say heavier arguments, I'm not talking like the World War Three you know, disasters we once used to have. But I could tell that we weren't living in our normal way within our marriage. And I finally caught on to it. I'm like, babe, I'm like, we got to, we have to get back into prayer here i said because i can tell you right now i'm seeing what's happening i said satan's trying to get into this marriage right now and i said we have not been strengthening our armor of god and she even agreed and once we did that and we you know got back in prayer and asked you know christ to be back in our marriage and you know we're basically asked for forgiveness and and repented that you know we kind of stepped away from him not intentionally but it just it happened and then guess what? It all it all came back together again. And that's what it's what Satan really tries to do. He tries to go after those who obviously look heaven bound. They look up to the sky, they look at heaven, and they profess their faith, they profess their religion, they profess their love for Christ, and he goes after them with a vengeance, especially with some of the things that he knows that they would fall for drink, lust, you know, whatever. Whatever sin you can think of, and so we just have to be very, very attentive, attentive of of Satan and 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 making sure we don't have cracks in our armor, because again, he will use his little agents, and when I say his agents, Satan's little minions, and he will do his best to corrupt the minds of 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 especially young people, because, you know, as we all know, young people, they're most impressionable. Which is why I think culture is oftentimes targeted towards younger generations, teenagers, you know, even middle schoolers. I mean, why do you think they're trying to do this whole drag queen story hour for kids? They know that these kids are impressionable. They know that they can, you know, they're sponge. They soak up more and can be, um, molded much easier than that of an adult. And so how do you destroy a society? How do you destroy the family unit? Well, you destroy the family unit by adding, sowing seeds of confusion by having these drag queens come into school. I guarantee you if, you know, a teacher brought in a stripper, and did story time hour for you know the boys in gym. I guarantee you, there'd be a lot of ticked off parents. But for some reason, it's okay. Parent parents welcome this and like, oh, this is so great. This is so great. I'm so glad Johnny got to see Big of the, the 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 drag queen. I I don't get it. I I, I don't I don't I don't get it. And so Satan oftentimes looks to the youth to get at them which is what we've been seeing in society here not for for quite some time now like i said it's a very short chapter but you know there is there is one line in here that kind of stood out i wish i could find it here hold on where was it? I mean, right here. This is this is the one. That, I mean, again, we're talking about biblical times here where it says, you know, be, so where it says, Thus says the Lord, for three crimes of Israel, and now four, I will take it back, because they hand over the just for silver and the poor for a pair of sandals. They trample the heads of the destitute into the dust of the earth and force the lowly out of the way. Son and father sleep with the same girl profaning my holy name. I mean, this is the kind of crap that, you know, existed then. And guess what? It still exists now. (sighs) A lot of people have no idea that if you actually read a lot through the Old Testament, you'll find a lot of parallels with what you read in the Old Testament and even New Testament. When you read in the book of Romans, I think it is. And you see kind of what's going on in modern day. Society, you actually can easily draw parallel lines with one another. Just different time frames. There's a lot of child sacrificing that took place then. Guess what? That still exists today. Don't think for a minute that doesn't exist. It's sick. But anyway, but that's all I have. Like I said, very short chapter. I forgot to do a uh, reading After I did the Brandenburg block hour on Friday, I do apologize for that. I don't know where, you know, I know exactly what happened. So I confused myself because I, you know, typically try not to work on Saturdays, but I ended up having to work yesterday. And so I usually deem Saturdays as podcast free Saturdays. Now, even though I already had done that podcast earlier that morning with Donna, I was thinking, okay, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the Bible. You know, I'm going to do the 1% with him later on in the afternoon. But then I realized, I'm like, oh man, I got to work. And I started thinking I'm like, no, I can't, I can't do a podcast because I got to work tomorrow. So I was screwing myself up and I was thinking it was Saturday that I was going to go to work on Sunday. It was just really messed up. So I do apologize for missing that on Friday. But anyway, another little note too. Um, again, you can visit the website, share this podcast far and wide and you can send this, um, you can even tell people about the website. If you have no way of sharing this with a link or any of it, you could just tell people the websites, www.hishardline.com. But what I'm going to say is I am thinking about doing a restructuring of the, uh, of the podcast. Um, I might changing uh, the name a little bit. Now I'm still going to have his hard line. So I'm, I'm thinking about changing a few things Um, I'm not sure exactly how I'm still mapping that out, but I'm still going to have the, his hard line Bible reading. I'm just going to change up. It's going to still be a three show structure where you have a Bible reading and then you're going to have an educational podcast and then we're going to have a discussion. But again, I'm just going to kind of maybe label them a little differently. So I'm looking at that and how I'm going to map it out trying to make it a little cleaner because when I answered the call from God to do this podcast show, I just kind of started throwing stuff together. I kind of just got rid of the paralysis Of the analysis if you will which i was very good at doing and i just kind of got right to work because i felt the urgency from god he said you got to get this done now and so i just got to work well now that i'm starting to kind of establish a base of listeners and i'm starting to find a groove i'm going to actually start now getting in here and actually doing a little bit of cleanup and readjusting and restructuring and possibly a little bit not much but a little bit of rebranding to a degree so it makes a little bit more sense and it has more flow so um, if you're listening to this, expect that here in the coming weeks. Um, I'm not sure exactly how soon because I have a lot coming up between uh, August and uh, July, August and September. But something that I do plan on doing. So, um, again, nothing crazy. Nothing's going to change as far as the content of the show. It's just how it's presented online. That's it. So uh, but with that, we're going to end this with a, a quick prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for this day and thank you for another day of life in good health for not just myself, but our family, the people that listen here, their families. And we just thank you so very much that you gather us here um, just every day and we get to read your word. We get to soak in it and marinate in it and hopefully learn something valuable from it so that we may proceed forward in our lives um, as living the best version of ourselves. May we never fall to sin intentionally and may Satan always remain far from us. And so we ask that your armor shields all of us very, very strongly so that we will never fall to Satan's deception and his lies and all the schemes that he tries to plot against your people. So we pray all of this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. So I will be back here in a little bit. Um, we're going to do a... Um, a His Hardline quick look edu session where we're going to continue reading out of the uh, field training manual 2000 25. Um, again, and that's something else that I'm going to be restructuring too. So again, I'm, I'm going to change probably the website from hishardline.com to something else. I have something else in mind, but I'm going to still remain, uh, keep the Bible reading as, um, I'm going to have it labeled as His Hardline Bible reading. And then uh, I think instead of like a his hard line discussion, I think we're going to do like um, table talk, right? Table talk topics. And then uh, instead of like a his hard line um, EDU, I think I'm just going to call it the EDU spot or um, something to that degree. I'm not sure. I'm still playing around with that, but um, just kind of expect some of these changes. Hopefully nothing major to will. I have to like, you know, Add, you know, create a new podcast account. I was doing some research. I'm pretty sure I could change the name of everything that's already existing so nobody has to drop one account and move over to another. So that's the plan. So that's it. That's all I have for you today and I will be back in about five minutes. I hope you all have a blessed day or night wherever you're at in the world and we'll see you back here in a few.
0: Alright ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the day. Thank you for joining us here at His Line. website www.hishardline.com for all the latest updates